Glory to Jesus Christ. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. There is a particular challenge in preaching Sunday lectionary texts because they are the same texts year in and year out. So I think I'm about the fifth time around now. And there's only so many times as you read a text that you feel like you have maybe a certain angle or quote unquote something original to say because, well, uh, we especially like to hear something a little new. When we heard from Deuteronomy, a reading for the fathers of the seventh, seventh ecumenical council, and Deuteronomy itself is a second giving of the law. It's a sermon, basically, encouraging going through the law. So, repetition, in and of itself, is not necessarily a bad thing. I know for us Americans, repetition, things getting out of date, not being updated, new, improved, something original, uh, this is baked into education. If you have to do a PhD or write a thesis, it's got to be new. So, I feel in good company on sometimes coming to a text and saying, well, this is what the gospel is. Uh, Here we go. Because the reality is, as humans, as much as we may desire what is fascinating and the newest gadget, what is interesting, what we really need is truth. And truth, especially as we know it in Jesus Christ, is not something that's constantly changing, but he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And so when we come and commemorate this, the fathers of the Seventh Ecumenical Council, when we come to another Saturday evening of commemorating the resurrection of our Lord, when we come to another Great Vespers, when we come to, and we can keep saying, the repetition that we need, uh, there is in that very act, the repetition, the ability to go a little bit deeper, to have some more life experience, to hear it anew, to be refreshed with the basic truths of the church. Deacon and I were scratching our heads a little bit in the altar at the Apostolate at the Glory. There was the hymn for the fathers, and if you heard the hymn, did anyone in the choir wonder what was going on? What was the hymn all about? Arius and the fathers of Nicaea? And you're wondering, what was the commemoration for today? Is it the First Ecumenical Council? It's the Seventh Ecumenical Council. So I'm sure there's some liturgical history here, but I'm going to give you uh, an interpretation of why we sang a hymn for the fathers of the First Ecumenical Council. Where did the Seventh Ecumenical Council meet? In Nicaea. What did the Seventh Ecumenical Council affirm? The veneration of icons. Why? Because of Nicaea 1? <laughs> right? We can depict our Lord and his friends, the saints, 
in the icons because he became flesh. So, while it may have us scratch our heads, the fathers of the first ecumenical council are repeated, they are reverberated, they are given to us a second time in the fathers of the seventh ecumenical council, where they reaffirm, they expand a little bit uh, by showing the impact of what Nicaea 1 all means, but we have a second telling of the basic, we could say the seventh really, because all of the ecumenical councils are echoes of the first ecumenical council and the basic teachings of the gospel. But it is in hearing it again, being able to take that truth and let it burrow within us a little bit more to have our hearts renewed, refreshed, uh, to awake within us that desire for God, knowing that he became one of us, that the apostles beheld him, heard him, touched him, and that we ourselves can reach out to him and that he comes and gives himself to us through the bread and the wine transformed into his body and blood. So let us, uh, as we especially in a culture that so wants original new things, come back again and again to the basic truths of the gospel, to the truth of our God. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.